Ring it again. I don't think no one's home. He's home. His Jeep's here. Ring it again. How would you know? Are you in there? Oh, come on. Lay off, Jed. He's doing you a favor. Look, if he sees me on his lawn waving a gun around, he's going to pretend not to be home. Basement 27 Studios in the Hyper Core. This is time for the show. TFTS Relay 101920. This episode brought to you by Fnord VPN. That's right. When you are accessing and listening to things like Time for the Show, you might be listening to a podcast or you might be listening to a live stream, or you might be listening to it on a desktop computer, and you should know that you're connected to the internet, and that's a dangerous place. That's why Hypercube Labs has partnered with NordVPN to bring you this fantastic offer to anonymize your criminal web doings preventing the further collapse of society that you have stashed away in your virtual briefcase. So go to nordvpn.offers.hypercubego.com slash realtimemoneysavingdeals.aspx today. And Pease is here. Say hi, Pease. Hi, Peas! Hey, kids, before we get started, before we get started, don't Peace forget to loud. eat your parents and construct your pylons. Yeah. That's, that's to the sacred, sacred few that understand what that sacred, secret, sacred message from the Peas himself and Dr. Argus Q. Fox, members of cube speak and hypercubism and understanding the secret mysteries of hypercube go know what it means the rest of you are in the dark as we like it <laughs> brings me to my favorite part of the show show news cube news all the news that's fit to cube and uh, this end, just now, Peas is fired. Uh, it seems that your some what? of your web presence has been aggravating to our uh, to our advertisers' base, and I don't know. Have you been have you been saying inflammatory remarks on the internet, Peas? I don't think so. The piece feels caught up in a bunch of stuff. He has no idea what the fuck's going on. No. Well, what if somebody wanted to have a if they wanted to have a hankering, a talking to, to you, peas? You know, we do have that line set up where people can just call me. They could. They could call right. They could call right in. They call it three two one seven six five three two eight nine, and you can leave your angry voicemails to peas three two one seven six five F A U X, and we'll take your angry voicemails. They don't have to, to be peas. angry. They should be though. Um, so, they, but yeah. they could be. They could be, but they don't have to be. Is what I'm saying. Don't well, feel obligated to be angry. I don't know, Pease. Do you think you? We're talking serious money here. Do you think you can like clean up your Sir. act? Like, what if we? In what, regards to what? What are you talking about? Wait, if they don't, weren't you just working on like a new voice or something? Just disguise yourself. Don't tell anybody you're the Pease. That way, we won't get sued. By Fenord VPN, which is a tremendous offer when it comes to backing up your valuable web data. Thousands of dancing hamster uh, emojis, real? 
are in your hard drives and you need to upload them to a cloud. And this is the you only cloud that toasties. you can summon via smoke signals on top of your roof. That's the Fenord VPN way. Traditional and in harmonies with the Native Americans. Sounds organic. Uh, you should <laughs> you should taste it. All right, on to my favorite part of the show. It's the Pizzo Box where we answer your real letters that you send in. And uh, that, was, that was it with the news. That, that was, was it. That news. was all we got. Just don't get me in trouble. Bang. What? Do you have anything? All right, let's go. Let's what are on. you selling? No, I have no I didn't, coupons I didn't. this week. No, no, nothing. That's nothing. it. <laughs> this is my favorite part uh, of the show. It's okay. moving on. It's just moving on. This yeah, is that's the Pizzo Box. Part of the show. Uh, dear Peas, this one comes from Sally yeah. Jacob Jingle Jean of Knoxville, Tennessee. Dear Peas, would this be a good dinner date for a guy and girl? So I have a third date with this girl. I said I would cook us dinner, but then realized I ain't no good at it. So I'm going to serve ramen noodles and Neapolitan ice cream at my, just gonna go back over there, Neapolitan ice cream at my house. Will that be delightful? Do you have any love advice for this it, young it, man? You know, I, what I hate the most about the the He's really the, hoping the, the for Napoleon. Is, That's what I was hoping. Yeah, well, but here's the thing. If it's regular ramen noodles, then that's probably going to be an epic fail. But if you got some street flavor ramens, like, you know, shrimp taco ramen or uh, key lime mango mahi mahi flavored ramen. Or, then, or you get like yeah, six cup noodles, turn them upside down and shake all the seasoning down to the bottoms. And then uh, collect all of that and mix it with liquor. And uh, I like that one. That's a good one. Sounds okay. Delightful. Dear Peas. Oh, here's a relevant sounds, one for you. This oh, is. Uh, it uh, wasn't really done with the. Uh, Freddie K. Right, Rule of uh, Las Vegas, more Mississippi. To bestow. Dear Peas, why do people like to go Cut. to the casino? If it's for the food, I understand. But still, even then, you can just go to a fancy restaurant if that's all you want because their food is marked so much higher than normal. Why do they like to play slot machine? It's literally gambling. Mississippi. Mississippi. Um. Mississippi. It's Way amazing to me sometimes. Mississippi, it's getting smelly because it's full of pee-pee. Here's what you do. You can't ask the peas that because I've never been to Mississippi. But what, that's not true. I have well, been he's to from, Mississippi. He's from Mississippi. Gotta, he's asking why do people like to go to the casino. You're a Las Vegas, he's Nev gotta, Nevada man, right? He's... I but, don't know whether you're in Utah or Nevada because I keep making the joke that you're in the other one. So I don't know which state you're really he, in anymore. He's got to ask his preacher the answer to that question. Only his preacher can guide him through the pitfalls of gambling and its attractions to certain creatures of comfort, whereas he might not be attracted to it and not having an understand of his fellow man's weaknesses will make him less of a soldier of Christ than he needs to be. So only can his preacher, the shepherd of his flock, if you will, be able to guide this poor lost lamb onto the path of righteousness so he can understand why his brethren are such sinners. That's my advice to him. Praise Jesus. Alright, and uh, this next one's from Carl P. Littleton 
of Little Tamil, Arkansas, namesake here. So let's make it count. (laughs) Is it okay for my neighbors to steal flowers from my garden? My neighbors, British spelling, and passers-by with kids keep taking my flowers from my front garden, which is private. I don't think this is right. What can be done? That's there was a period. Be done. I just read. I know what I'm that given. in England, in England, they would put a very authoritative, authoritative sign. Don't up. panic, please, and these, don't pick the tulips. These are yeah. Please, you may not be aware, but these are the personal flowers of John B. Public Esquire, and he wishes that they not be disturbed, that he may enjoy them while he relaxes and recruses in his easy chair, reading the daily afternoon publications. John, But B. in America, we don't respond. We don't respond to things like that. So what I'd have to tell you is I would arm yourself with whatever firearm you think that might be a reasonable caliber to re- repel flower, um, you know, borders. I would put a uh, trespassers will be shot a good five feet away from said flowers. Just talking and, about shooting uh, people pulls that southern accent some, out of you. It does. Yeah, it does. Well, Arkansas, we did preference it was from Arkansas. And I think that after the first couple of self-defense uh, actions that you'll need to take, I think you'll find that you and local law enforcement will come to an understanding that eventually filters out to the rest of the neighborhood and they'll leave your fucking flowers alone. Or they'll come take them flowers and whatever pieces of your ass they want as well because that's how they do things in the South. Don't tell me how people do things in the South. I know how they do it. Don't sicken me. What did... I'll tell tell you, me what I said that was wrong. I'll tell you tell what you said. What, what you said was, was spoken over the internet in real time where hackers and fishers like will open up underneath you and you will fall down into a pit of internet insecurity. And that's why you need to pay your inter... Trajectory 3499 for your three-day trial of Fenord VPN. Available at actualoffer.fenordvpn.hypercubego.com.net forward slash real deal dot html. So uh, act now. And uh, I'll tell you what else we're going to act now. I thought that was just a bit. I thought that was just a bit. No, You're this is a like bit. A we got a. Uh, I got your. Uh, wait, which bit are we at? It's like it's still early in the show. We Bubbles in the back of throat. Still, still doing the piecing. Dude, you've been like banging them out. Thirty seconds each bit. Let's move on. The show's gonna be over in six minutes. That is correct. We do need to keep moving. The more <laughs> comedy energy that we're able to produce, or uh, as they like to call it in the industry, LPMs. That's laughs. Per minute, I feel like I'm stealing that. Am I stealing? Last per minute. I'm, st- I'm stealing. It's I mine now. There you go. You'll get it. Don't worry. You, you have to. You have to know that I'm going to do every sound effect one to two seconds before I push the button, and then you'll be on time. Correct? Okay. There we go. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, we had the other, we had the piezo box. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, this week's uh, time for my first part of the show. It's know what I mean. This week yeah. is Ernest Goes to Hell. Peas, uh, I need a picture uh, to put with the words Ernest Goes to Hell. Like, like I should find a meme or something, or should no? You tell I me. Describe it. Describe it as quickly as you can. This is the best bit on the show. Oh, oh, oh I see. I see. I didn't get the bit at first, but that would be uh, uh, old guy driving a Volkswagen on the uh, on the uh, George Washington Bridge in New York, the wrong way, and going 
What? I'm on hell. I'm earnest. We also would have accepted Jim Varnish. Okay, so now it's time for the fun part of the show, which is brought to you by Fenord VPN, because your favorite part of the show That's is sure. the most vulnerable part of the show, and you will suffer greatly at the hands of your own humiliation. What are you doing? Sign up now. Uh, P's the first band name before we go to a song break tonight is Lead Microphone. <laughs> oh, it says here in parentheses, uh, uh, lead parentheses, heed microphone. Oh. Oh. Ah. It's l It was lead. so perfect. Lead microphone. Lead, L-E-A-D-M-I-C-R-O-P-H-O-N-E. That's how it's spelled, and we'll find out whether or not peace, big smarty pants, when we come back. Uh, Peas, what what song are we gonna play for them, the kids? 20, 20th Century Man by Depeche Mode. Oh, that's my favorite. Listening time for the show, freethinkradio.com. I they probably didn't expect you to say that. It totally threw me for a loop. It's been so long, I can't even remember. This song is for you, Peace. got here this week all right that's it for your time for the shoutouts all you have to do to get your time for the shout out is go to time for the show.com and click the shout out button get it in 
It's time for my favorite part of the show. It's which one do I do for this one? Oh no no not that one. It's Truth Ache with my friend Reverend Pease. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's working. <laughs> I'm gonna brush my teeth after this. Oh yeah, the band name before we left was uh, Lead Microphone. Peas, what do you think? That's a band. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. microphone is not a band. Not with that attitude, it's not. It's with my attitude. What's, who's got the attitude? You're all pouty all of a sudden. What happened to you over the song break? Why y'all Nothing. Now so it's very exciting. No, I'm not. I, I, I don't know why you're picking that up, that vibe, dude, because that's not what I'm laying down, brother. You guys hear him being mean to me? All right. Are you ready to tell your story? No, dude, I'm not. Oh, we're doing that's pretty. Okay, sure. Let's do it. Man, I got two. I don't know which one I should choose from. Pick the funny one. <laughs> well, okay. Not that one. I guess it's going to be other this one. one, then. Ooh. See, this one, I, I think everybody will think it's a lie and that it's true. There's no way for me to prove it. So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the other one. I'm going to do the other one. So here's the uh, here's the the premise. I'm living in New England. A lot of people know that Pease used to live in New England before he came into the Pink Man's Desert. And uh, in New Hampshire, to be specific. And my dad, as I've mentioned in the past, was an apple farmer. Before that, he was an avocado farmer in uh, California. But so at one time, he had had this whole 80 acres of uh, apples that he subdivided and sold to developers. They made little McMansions out of each little lot. But if, uh, one day, up the street, this house that hadn't been lived in probably for about five or six years uh, that it was owned by a guy that was kind of a nemesis in my day. He's a little bit of a dick. But uh, it was a cool house. It had this really awesome masoned fireplace and this little window that made it seem like a little hobbit house. But the whole, you know, people don't understand New Hampshire. When, when you say something's overgrown, it means you can't walk through it okay without like a chainsaw to cut yourself a path and stuff the yard was all overgrown and i was visiting my dad one day and i saw up the street you know uh this fucking for rent sign and and i've been living in nashua now it's weird to rent a house right up the street from your dad on a big piece of property that your family used to own but my kids were just getting ready to go to high school and um, I wanted them to go to like a smaller high school like Pelham as opposed to a bigger place like Nashua in New Hampshire because I thought one, they'd get a better education and two, they wouldn't be as exposed to uh, you know hard drugs and shit like that. And uh, but. Uh, that's kind of dumb because like most small towns in the Hampshire, Massachusetts border, huge heroin problems, but regardless of that. Uh, so I rent this house and and we had lived in a townhouse in Nashua. So to rent the house, first of all, I had to negotiate. The guy wants some crazy rent for it. And I negotiated him down to three level house on two and a half acres with, uh, you know, fucking shed that I found I wasn't allowed to use and this whole overgrown yard so I was like look dude I'll give you uh, 1500 bucks a month and I'll clean up the yard to where it's not like part of the New Hampshire forest anymore so it's like okay 
but he wants first and last month and a security deposit equal to the rent. So that's like 4,500 bucks. And I got a family that I'm moving out of a three bedroom townhouse that I'm renting. In. So I got to rent this big truck. This is like a six thousand. This is, here's the thing. This is all the fucking money in the world that I have to move to this fucking place, right? And it's from the outside a fucking dump, but it has this nice fireplace and this little window that looks like a fucking hobbit window. So I gotta fucking move into it because I'm an idiot. Not a rebel. Not a rebel. I'm a fucking idiot. So I move in in the bottom, very bottom level. There's like a workshop, and it's actually it's the basement of the house. It's where the the uh, furnace room is and all that stuff. But there's like this bedroom suite off of it that's closed in with acoustic tiles, and that's gonna be me and Pam's master bedroom, right? On the middle floor, which is the ground floor, that's the kitchen and one living room and that super good fireplace. I'm sorry, am I interrupting you? I'm just and, getting my and, sandwich. Um, and the hop and the Hobbit window, and then there's stairs that go up to the third floor, and that's that's kind of nice. So it's a lot of space, and there's a garage, and there's it's New Hampshire. You're in the kind of the woods. It's a dream house, right? So we move in, we give this guy all this fucking money. It's all the money, like I said, it's all the money I fucking have in the world. So the first night, Pam and I are laying down in the bedroom in the, and we hear this like, like, like something crawling in the ceiling, but not just like one thing, like there's a whole fucking party going on in the ceiling, right? So I get up and I get on a chair and I push up one of them acoustic chairs and I look and in all the pink insulation that they have above the acoustic tiles, all I see are like hundreds of little red eyes glaring at me. And then the fucking mouse shit from just disturbing the fucking acoustic tile rains down like it's an Amazon rainforest of mouse shit, right? So I'm like, Pam, get out of here. You can't. We, we go, we sleep on the living room. So I call the guy up and he's all nonchalant about it. He's like, look, you rented a house in the woods. It's going to have a couple of mice. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand. There, I must have seen a hundred mice last night. And they could give two fucks about that I'm shining the flashlight at them. So after about a week of this, like, arguing back and forth and sending him pictures, he sends, like, an idiot cousin out. And I guess they decide, yeah, it's pretty bad. So they rip all the acoustic tile and all of the fucking insulation off of this finished cellar that's my bedroom. And he doesn't understand why I don't have my wife in the house. He's like, well, what's the big deal? I'm like, dude, that's our fucking bedroom. What do you mean, what's the big fucking deal? He said, you have all my fucking money now. And, and I got a house that half of it I can't live in because it's infested with fucking mice. So this guy rips all this shit out and he leaves this huge, like, construction fucking dumpster full of fucking insulation and acoustic tiles all soiled black and gray it's shit supposed to be pink and it's riddled with mouse shit and everything and there's cobwebs now all that's in the cellar my bedroom is like rafters and the metal things that hold the acoustic ceiling and so i gotta like buy an elephant suit and an elephant brush and scrape all this shit down and i it's not like i can even move or not pay this guy rent because in new hampshire you gotta pay the rent if you got a problem with your landlord to the court. And if you don't do that, it's just a huge fucking nightmare. So anyway, a few months go by, I get this shit squared away, I clean most of it myself, and this shit is still sitting outside of the house. And the he rat won't, shit? His cousin's not coming back to do any... Yeah, the fucking insulation, all the construction debris that they took out of there. And the house is still riddled with mice. We haven't figured out the, the mice are still coming back into the house all the fucking time. 
They just don't have like this whole little acoustic tile thing to hang out on. I'm killing mice every day with my boot, whacking them with shit. But anyway, the point of this story is how I'm, I gotta get rid of this. The city comes up one day and they're like, you can't have this construction. The city, the town, it's New Hampshire. Let's be real, it's a town. You can't have all this insulation in all this shit. And I tell them it's my landlord's fault and about the mice and they're like, look dude, I'm trying to be your friend. If you tell me that mouse is that house is riddled with mice, I'm gonna fucking go and inspect it and I'm gonna shut it down. And he says, and you're gonna have to fucking go find some place to live till this gets sorted out. Which, dude, I got no money to fucking do this. There's no more, you know, I, I, I'm so I gotta get rid of this fucking construction shit. So I borrow my friend Terry's snowmobile trailer, which it's not even a fancy enclosed one. It's just like this four foot by eight foot trailer with like a ramp so you can soup the snowmobile on it and like a, a foot and a half rail around the rest of the trailer night. So I, I start throwing all this shit in bags and I load it all up, but I gotta take it to the dump, but the dump doesn't take construction debris. Only this special dump in Londonderry, like four towns away will take it without me spending a lot of money to do it. So I don't want to make two trips. So I just, and there's a lot of stuff, man. I just can't tell you how much stuff there was. So I'm loading up bag and bag and bag on top of each other till pretty soon I've got what the equivalent of what the Grinch's fucking sleigh looks like, but it's on wheels and it's all rat, mouse shit infested, piss infested insulation material. So I strap it all down and I call my friend Terry because I'm not allowed to go to the Londonderry dump because I'm not a resident, but Terry, Terry does live in Londonderry so he can go so he gets in there with me and we start to I'm pulling it in my little car and we're going down the road and we notice oh well a couple of bags flew off from the top of the thing and alright well let's just go on we're almost there we, we weren't almost there but whatever so then we go back and uh, a little bit farther and a couple more bags fall off and but it's still it's so high it's so many bags it's, you can't even notice that anything is really falling off we get to the dump and we throw everything off and we start to head back to my house and when we stop like each town we stop at there's like some cops and they're like writing a report because there's these bags of construction debris with and it's my debris you know I know it's I'm like oh fuck so we drive by and the, the next town is Derry and oh fuck there's a cop at the fucking where the two bags fell off there so the next week we're reading the paper all the little local papers are about looking for this guy who is throwing out construction debris and a week later the fucking Pelham police show up at my house and uh, because the inspector said, well, Frank had a lot of stuff in front of his house and it's not there anymore. And they they, they questioned me about it. And I, I like blew the whole thing off and pretended like, I don't know what you're talking about. I paid somebody, to, I paid some uh, Puerto Rican guy from Lowell. That's what you say in New Hampshire when you don't, you know, you can't trace where you needed some work done. It was some Puerto Rican people from Lowell or, or Lawrence that did it. And so uh, they, they took off, but man, they were like, if we find out it was you, you know, that's like a $3,000 fine per occurrence. You're gonna owe each one of them towns like, but they never came back, so fuck them. But that was my brush with death with uh, Pease's uh, Grinch carousel of industrial death and pestilence. Dot com. Dot com, that's my story. Peace, peace, peace. I've got a lot of questions for you this week. I what? thought you could only have three. I thought you could only do two. And, and with three subcategories and three sub-iterations. I'm not saying so that's will... a rule. I'm not saying... I'm... Oh, just throwing the rules at me now. 
I'm not saying you can only do three, but you just set that premise. No, you said that premise before. I just want to make sure that other people playing at home don't go, oh, you can only ask three questions because apparently that's not a, a hard and fast rule. I'm going to shake you like a bag of ticks, Peace. All right, we got a uh, band name for you to think about, and I'll work on my questions when we come back from the song break. Uh, the band name is Frost Fist. F-R-O-S-T space F-I-S-T. Fist. So think about that, and when we come back, boy, oh boy, are you going to get it. You're listening to Time for the Show on Freethink Radio. Dot com. We're back. It's time for the show. Broadcasting live on freethinkradio.com. Before we left, is it a band? Frost Fist. What say ye, peas? Frost Fist, is it a band? Norwegian uh, barbershop quartet. Sure, it's a band. Well, according to the big board, it says Frost Fist. Is absolutely correct. Good work, Peas. The lag on the video and the <laughs> when you hit it uh, threw me off. Uh, all right, so we're uh, back on time for the show. Before we left, Peas told us a story. Uh, I'm. Or did I? Now, now I or well, did I tell you the truth? And I feel like you're trying to play tricks on me now, because I feel uh, like a few weeks ago, didn't you have like a bit like, well, that story was partially true and things like that. It's like, cause there, it feels like it's either got to all be bullshit or it's got to be somewhat truthful. And if it's somewhat truthful, then it should be truthful all the way. So question number one. You said your dad was an apples farmer. What kind of apples did he grow? <laughs> uh, McGowan's, uh, Cortland's, uh, Macintosh, Gala, uh, Red Delicious, and then we had three varieties of pears, Bar- Barrett and... Um, other, I can't remember the other. Bosque. We had, did Bosque pears and then red pears. In New England. In New England. Alright. And that's supposed to all be true. And then you were... Uh, you got a house. You were married. Yeah, of course I was married. I had kids. You had married. That's why I bought, rented, rented the house. And I was just trying to determine, so what What did the apples have to do with that house? Well, it was, it was just an interesting point that, um, you know, it, it, after all the years of life and whatever, I wind up living on uh, in a rental house that's like a quarter of a mile from where it's left at my dad's farm. Um, and my actual backyard abutted some of the old trees that I used to take care of when I helped him spray the trees and stuff like that. I guess it's not, I guess it's not pertinent to the story. It's just throwing it in was part of the storytelling skills that Pease finds hard to sure, leave. Because yeah, uh, you, you try to throw me of off on things, but you were living yeah. close but enough to storytelling. Yeah. Storytelling, lying. Yeah. Like, like my dogs spinning. would get out and go to his house. That's not true. Um, you had this that you were renting a house. The walls were filled yeah. with rat shit and rats. Not the walls. What I the found. Ceiling. What I found. Anytime you hear something <coughs> in the walls, I guess some should have been that in the is, walls. That is the party. Yeah. That is the dance scene at the end of the movie. And it's in your walls. Listen, it's th- that in the documentary, the Lego Movie, that is. Fact. At no point, at no point in this story did I talk about the mice being in the walls. No. Now I will grant you well, no, that if they were did, in the ceiling there, there to was, the extent that they were, some must have been in the walls. 
but the ones in the walls are not what drew me to their attention. It sounded like there was a party in the walls. Okay, the ceiling, excuse me. On the ceiling, I specifically said the ceiling because that's how it went down. Ceilings do come down. That is usually how it goes. And uh, your friend who is helping you move this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Shelton. Terry Shelton. Also a fake person. Uh, he had the, the citizenship, the, the driver's license that said Londonderry on it. So, so that's why we could use that dump. Because you can't just go to any dump in New Hampshire. You can only go to your town dump. And they check your ID before you dump your stuff. And this is in New Hampshire? Yes, New Hampshire. Correct. Live free or die. That is incorrect. All right. My guess is that uh, this story is... I mean, it it seemed. What was the what was the ram of the repercussion at the end? Like it, 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 some of this had fallen off the top of the car. What happened? I missed that part. Well, I was interrogated by the police, That's and I had not had my you. wits about me. Correct. And had had I not had my wits about me to to to, to basically be like, I don't know what that guy's talking about. I had a Puerto Rican from Lowell take, or Lawrence take the stuff away. I, I can't be held responsible because your guys is, you know, I can't be responsible for every piece of garbage that's on the road between here and the Londonderry dump where somebody must have thrown that stuff away if that's where it got thrown out at. And because of my clever... Uh, and witty banter with the police. I was not prosecuted for the multiple by blaming multiple and by blaming some Puerto Rican guy. Correct, like Correct. the guys in South Park. Exactly. Okay. So like a like a like a like a South Park episode. Exactly. So it all comes down that there is a horrible tragedy that had befallen you in a childhood town, and you. Not- uh, at the, never at the end of a, a hard days of, of, of putting forward to... I'm trying to give you more credit than what it's due. I'm trying to help you out here. So I will imagine that, yes, this is true, that you dumped something in... That you illegally dumped and blamed it on a Puerto Rican guy. So which is it? <laughs> You're cutting out a little bit, so I'm not hearing the whole thing, but I think what I heard you say is that you thought the story was true, True. that I had done all those things, and then blamed it it, it on a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. That. Well. I think you. Pete. What? I don't know. Say you. I don't know how to answer... Is it true or false? Is it well? No, you should know how to answer it because it's your story. Here's here's the thing. Here's the the moral of of the story. A lot of that that you illegally dumped and blamed some Puerto Rican guy. True or false? Right, but right, exactly. So you did that. Did you you do that? I think you probably did. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think no, it's I true. Didn't. I, I didn't. I you didn't. didn't? <laughs> but all the stories. <laughs> no. All oh, stories but other parts of the story. <laughs> Except for the last, the last. Except like, for the last five words of it. See, now that's not fair. You can't. Why isn't that you fair? You can't just do nine minutes of exposition and be like, yeah, so you're just gonna, you're gonna tell. Every story is gonna be something that's, it's a real story, but I made something fake up in it, and you have to pick out which part it is. That's what it sounds like. I it think is. it's fair. Well, to some extent. So I have to find where you're lying? That's not fair. Apple yeah. farmer. See, here's the Are thing. Are you serious? Like, here's the thing. Did you say red delicious? Yes. Red delicious in New yes. Hampshire? Yes. In New Hampshire. Yes. And that's yeah, supposed absolutely. to be true? Gala? 
It is. <laughs> it is true. Kayla Apple. It's All my favorite part good. of the show. It's. <coughs> it's good stuff. It's proving grounds where Pease and I are going to go through the headlines, try to say as much funny stuff as humanly possible. All right, Pease, are you ready? Okay. You're ready? Steady? Okay. Ready, Eddie? Go. Go, show. AMC Theaters now letting customers rent out auditoriums for private screenings. And the bar's open! I'll give you that one. I was gonna go with a blowjob still prohibited. Because that's what we're talking about. Yeah, America! Okay, uh, grandparents. <laughs> Everything's always so depressing in these fucking bits. P.F. Chang's opens its first New York City location with a to-go restaurant. Rat problem immediately decreases. All right, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I was going to say... Uh, opens its first New York City location with a to-go restaurant because no one would stay. It's also good for, uh, uh, you'll also get a P.F. Chang's mask and P.F. Chang's diarrhea bag. So tasty. Don't get racist. Irish peeled chicken is delightful. There's a new pizza speakeasy inside of New York City's best bagel shops. Jews and Italians have finally made peace. New York rejoices. All right, yeah, good positive. Stay positive. I don't know why I'm getting all this New York City news, but it's all shitty, so let's go with it. New York City ranked third on list of America's rattiest cities. B.F. Chang's opens new restaurant, promises to solve the <laughs> city's rat problem. <laughs> oh, good one. Uh, oh, some of these, I can't, that was, these that were was, just that, mean. That was, radio, that was radio worthy. I think that last one was radio worthy. And then there's just like the, the just the actual terrible stuff that's in here because it's New York City, so every third one is a dead rapper. Uh, after Fucking outcry, thank God for P.F. Chang. <laughs> after outcry, Microsoft presses pause on unsolicited Windows 10 web app installs. We'll notify you immediately that you are the one millionth customer. <laughs> Click here and download your update now. Uh, Eligible for free dinner at P.F. Chang's new restaurant in New York City. Google's 5G-capable Pixel 5 is already suffering from an embarrassing flaw. <clears throat> Doctors say the rash should be fixed soon once they apply the virtual KO pectate. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I was also thinking like it had some sort of terrible blemish. Not to the, uh, not to mock the aesthetically the, the challenged, of I, course. Chrome OS. I wanted will to do like a tropical, uh, a, a tropical ointment with and Jim Macon. A tropical Pente, ointment is... with Jim Macon. <laughs> and our friends best. over God. at. Fenord VPN, where you can protect your identity from people like Jim Macon and his Nigerian Make love it. potion. It's up to you to do that and save yourself from imminent destruction through Fenord VPN and regular hand washing with uh, Trilogy Soaps.com. Peas, it's time for them. Apologies. Get clean, brother. Get clean. So, kids, it was an interesting show. 
Today started out with kind of wondering what my lie or truth was going to be. I had a different story about being the grandfather or the grand, uh, the godson of Elvis. And I almost went with that one. But I thought that the mouse story and my vain attempt to be like the Grinch with the overloaded snow uh, mobile cart of garbage would be more of a beautiful radio word picture that all of our listeners across this great blue marble that we all live on and listen to and share our experiences with here on Freethink Radio would enjoy more. So, if you ever do hear me tell a story about being the godson of Elvis, know for sure that that's going to be a lie. Unless... I'm lying now. Anyway, I'm going to apologize for other parts of the show, but I thought it was a pretty good show. I had a, a half of one of those big Milky Way dark bars that I chewed on throughout the show. Kept my blood sugar up, made me feel better, and I think maybe the show reflects that higher level kind of energy that only pure grain sugar can give you. That's the pure grain sugar of CNH sugars. The sugars of hypercube and pylons and eating your parents everywhere. We should have talked more about the great 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 packages everybody's been getting in the mail from hypercube labs and all the different things and it's amazing aspects that we're going to do with these stickers and the knowledge that's been bestowed upon us with our hypercubist field manuals. But we'll have to talk about that on another show. If you have stank ass, you know the best thing you could do for it is use Triology Soaps from TriologySoaps.com unless you don't want to get rid of your stank ass. And I apologize if you're the kind of guy that goes to P.F. Chang's in New York City and has stank ass and doesn't understand why the other customers aren't enjoying their beef, air quotes, clothes, air quotes, <laughs> and broccoli. But nonetheless, that was our shows, kids, and that's what we're going to stick with. It's 11.59, and it's time for the show to go to bed and masturbate while he cries and thinks about what life could have been if only he hadn't focused on arts in college. That's the way it goes. We love you. That hurts. You it wasn't directed at you. Why oh, are you being yeah, so I'll, sensitive? I thought you it's... were talking to me again. I'm sorry. You're so good at apologizing. You wrote no, me in. You've been listening to Time for the Show. I wasn't talking to you at all. Labs. Visit hypercubego.com to find out more. And uh, you can always listen to Time for the Show Mondays at 10 on freethinkradio.com. Shoutouts to all the Patreons. I was really referencing Reverend Fanboy. He's such a nice show he boy. Does. Such a nice boy is he? he is. You can tell him that. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for Dr. Fox's I chopping won't. block. Shopping uh, block! You, you got anything for him on the way out, Peas? You got any huggle snuggles for him? No. Just give him, just say, no, just I, say I, I'm just a big cut, I'm a big cut wee boy, and I want I'm to wearing snuggle uwu. Say that, say I want to snuggle uwu. No, people are coming up to me all the time. Just into the microphone one time. Just give really, me snuggles. Really good in, in your kilts. That's snuggles. I love them. That's give me some of that fat man love titties. I'm going to motorboat you, Dr. Fox. Time for the show.com.